Yo, listen up. Here's a story about a little dog that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night, and everything she sees is just blue, like her. Inside and outside, blue her dad, but a red little sister. And a red mum, too. And everything else is blue for her, and herself, and everybody around. So we made this podcast... So listen, if you'd like to, it's the Hammer Barn <laughs> Project. And hey, Frank. Yes, Brendan. I was thinking maybe a cool thing to do yes. would be to... Go like, very 90s? Yeah, yeah. Find like music songs, music songs, you know, music, the music yeah. songs yep. from the ages. With words. And with yep. words, one of which the word could be blue and then blue. I just change it. Oh, no, I forgot to do the... I was going to uh, go, she's bluey, da ba dee da ba die bluey ba I, I think, yeah, I think we got that part. Yeah, and that could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Could and be. It would be like the scene. Uh, beginning of yeah, an episode. Totally. Let's do that in the recording, mm-hmm. and then just see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. What do you reckon, Marty? Um, should, should we start the episode, or it <laughs> <laughs> might be a better idea than mine? This episode of the Hammerbone Project is called Role Model. Normally your intros, Brendan, have mm-hmm. some sort of tie-in to the episode, but I'm just going to come out and say it. This episode of Bluey is called Takeaway. All the tie-ins, they were just 100% accidents. It was just, <laughs> I was fluking it until now. This is the first time right. I've been exposed as... So uh, you're saying when you put some effort in, this is what happens? Oh, yeah. Effort okay. from me, bad idea. Every okay. time. Got it. Marty, would you care to uh, give us the bare bones of this episode, please, mate? Okay, so Takeaway is really a a retelling of Samuel Beckett's play Waiting for Godot, where the titular character Godot is replaced by the concept of spring rolls. (laughs) No, in reality, this is uh, an episode about Bandit with Bluey and Bingo waiting for his spring rolls to be done and things just getting worse and worse for Bandit as he tries to keep a handle on the kids. You know what I think we need to do with Marty's bare bones? Mm. I think we need to challenge him each week to include a more aggressively more ridiculous word, yep. right? We, we've okay. had Shakespearean, we've had Machiavellian, yeah, yeah. we've had titular. We'll come up with a word pre-recording <laughs> and then if Marty can work that into his ridiculously complicated first half of the bare bones, mm-hmm. you get a, a point. Okay, cool. <laughs> and how do I cash in said points? Oh, uh, no, there's nothing like that. Oh, okay. This is not uh, a rewards program. Uh, Friendship. <laughs> Oh, I see. I will try and do that thing. A little tidbit of interesting information. This is, maybe I'll put a drummel in. Or maybe I won't. Uh, The first episode I ever saw of Bluey. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yep. I was uh, around at my sister's house. This is Kelly, my immediately younger sister. And she had been telling me for months that I had to watch Bluey. And uh, and I thought, you know, I'm sure it's lovely. I'm no stranger to ABC TV. Mm -hmm. I've been watching it for a long time. And I've been watching it for a long time after I grew to the age where not many people would be watching (laughs) ABC Kids TV anymore. But, um, I mean, I don't have to tell you... Bluey blew me away more than anything else I'd seen Mm -hmm, in recent years. And yeah, Takeaway is just, for me, it was just like such a perfect showcase of, I guess, the chaos. (laughs) I just love, (laughs) I don't know, there are other chaotic bottle episodes, Mm. but this show hit the ground running with me because of this episode. The shop lady has a, a little bit of a cameo, but there's basically three characters in this entire episode. Mm. takes place in the one scene. It probably serves as a pretty good intro, if not for the fact that there is no chili other than a voiceover on the <laughs> phone. People who go, why are you a fan of this this bandit character? Yeah. This is probably going to be in that top three or four to show people and go, this is why bandit is awesome. 
taking it all the way back to the top. I reckon we could have a 20, 30 minute podcast episode about the opening shot. Yeah. In and of itself. <laughs> the rest of the show teaches you about the characters and just the opening shot teaches you about the quality and thinking and just level of detail the show is about, like the creators mm. put into things. And I think for me, this comes back to your Brendan, the for real life. Yeah. I think we've all sort of experienced like one of those 1980s blocks of takeaway places and there'll be like a news agent's next door or whatever it is it's got yeah. that little bit of sidewalk in front it's got the old stickers on the window like the diners club stickers <laughs> there, there. I knew you were going to mention the FPOS stickers the menu the- holder that you can tell is like old and plastic and yellowed <laughs> you can see through the door the take your own drink cabinet thing yep. the light bulbs going underneath and one of the light bulbs is missing the coloured oh. light bulbs <laughs> you can just feel the dust encrusted spider webs that are up underneath yes <laughs> they've obviously gone out and done some scouting but this is just so evocative of the places i used to go on a weekend it's after some sort of event you go and get fish and chips or some other form of takeaway and that was just such a nice thing we used to do as a family just the idea of it's dark you got the headlights pull in and this is the setup for and i made the joke it's like it is a play and it's a play of three characters and a selection of objects that just kind of move around I'd love to hear the Bluey's Brisbane podcast if they could find the exact takeaway <laughs> shot this is based on, mm. mate. That's very much their jam. I think you would struggle because there'd be so many that would just be exactly like this. <laughs> just like developer models that have been placed around suburbs. But, oh man, that would be a good challenge. And let's shout those guys out because didn't they reach out to us when we had a bit of the query about the drinking, drinking fountain mm, from did. the bike episode? They did, yeah. So they got back to us. And, Legends. Yeah, the design of the drinking fountain and is one that appears around Brizzy. So thanks thanks to those guys for that. That's an awesome bit of info. There you go. I had a similar design in mind when I said that I thought I knew what it was. Mm. But the picture that they sent you, Marty, that you showed it's me. It's spot on. It's exactly. like, I'm like <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I haven't seen it. I thought, oh, maybe it's like one of these. No, it's that one. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the art team are just taking things exactly as they are. So yeah, Frank, it's probably out there somewhere. I want to see it. <laughs> I want to do a tour of Brisbane. Someone needs to make it. You go around Brisbane in a big blue bus, you know, like they do with the Hollywood stars, but yeah. actual, this is Bluey's house. This is the <laughs> drinking fountain. Here's the takeaway shop. Oh, I want it. I want it all. Yeah. I've never had the pleasure of going to Queensland, but like I needed any other reason than everything that is just so attractive attractive about it to me because I do like four-wheel driving and I really want to (laughs) go right up the top end but oh man I would quit my job for that (laughs) For me, one of the other stars of this episode is Bingo's Questions. Yes. And I think it's, as you said before, Brendan, it's kind of like, they're like the classic questions, but they're just slightly yeah, different. Yeah, because the classic questions are, you know, classic questions because everybody asks them, but mm. no two kids are the same and no two <laughs> ways of asking them are the same. And the show is just so consistently good at having this, yeah, I don't know how they make it so <laughs> unique. When you see a cliche come back and back so many times, the problem there is you recognise it as a cliche. Mm. But when you take those cliches and freshen them up Mm. and put them in the mouths of these characters that you now know in that unique way, it just makes it all the more immersive. Mm. They're not just spouting cliches that you've heard a hundred times. They're saying it as a real person. As a real dog person. (laughs) As a real dog person. 
there's only those words for it, like human and person, and it seems so silly to use them, but you can't say dog in those <laughs> because they are I think just they, so relatable. That said, there are some really good moments in this episode where they play off the dogness of them. Yes. We've got the stay from Bandit mm, yeah. and the collecting of the paper. No wet dogs in cars. Yeah, no yeah. wet dogs. And even just the idea of wanting to take a shower under the tap. Yeah. Some beautiful dog moments in this. Once again, blurring the line between yes. playing, but in a sort of different way because when the... Uh, does the newspaper get blown off the table by a passing car or something? Oh, or it gets, gets Bingo knocked Bingo off the table? Bingo straight away goes... And goes and gets that and pretends to be a dog yeah. <laughs> and gives it to Bluey. And Bluey's like, oh, gives her a little pat. <laughs> it's obviously a game, but it's a winky wink. And one of the things I completely hadn't seen before when watching this episode was that moment just before they start fighting over the chair. Yes. this one chair... And it's just, it's actually quite subtle. They just like look at one another and then they're scrabbling <laughs> both to get on the chair. And it kind of happens twice. Yeah. I think there's another moment where Bingo's trying to push back up on that classic sort of metal chair that's sitting outside the, yeah. the takeaway place <laughs> with the single table. The weatherproof chair yeah. that's just yeah. been through everything. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I think Bandit comes out and then notices and then goes back in and then that happens again. Yeah. <laughs> the standoff <laughs> for the chair. And is there is it like a little musical accompaniment to that? Oh, I'm going to have to watch that again because, I um, Joff Bush is amazing yeah. and um, it just goes to show like the amount of times I might watch an episode so I can chat to you guys about it and usually I'm not organised at all but I had a little <laughs> bit of free time this week so but I still don't know the episode as well as I now feel like I should know it to be able to talk like this about it <laughs> One of the other things we've talked about before in relation to this episode is just, like, the main character of the Spring Rolls. (laughs) Or at least the nature of Bandit having this vice. Mm. Your dad and his Spring Mm. Rolls. Just like every dad has a vice or every dad has that one thing. It's an irrational expectation that needs to be fulfilled and they just hold on to it so tightly. Thus that line of your dad and Spring Rolls. Nope, I gotta have them. The world is going to bend. It's not negotiable. <laughs> it's going to be five minutes of absolute craziness, but I'm going to get the spring rolls. Yeah, the old classic spring roll MacGuffin. That's my dad around some things, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, never hang to pay for firewood. <laughs> that's, a, that's a definite. As someone who had a fireplace for many years now, many years before I was a dad, mind you, never paid for firewood. Yeah. <laughs> I'd sooner go for a, a 5K walk down the creek from my place to pick up as much as my wheelbarrow could carry all the way back to the house because I'm not paying for firewood. <laughs> Only going to burn it. I think we have spoken about that before and how Bandit's unshakable focus on getting these spring rolls is such a dad thing. <laughs> and Bandit's such a chill guy, really. He's, he always seems sort of ready to, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, she'll be right. He's such a laid back dad. But all dads, no matter how laid back they seem to be, always have like a thing that might just flip them <laughs> nothing's really important and like no it's alright it's fine but when the thing that's important to dad comes into the fray <laughs> it should be important to everybody <laughs> and that, uh, that's the mark of all the dads I know Bandit in this episode as well I think he's not in play mode we're going to play the game of dad sits and reads, reads <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's my that's my brother-in-law Nico in fact it's Kelly's husband Nick so this being the first episode that I saw round at Kelly's place 
we're going to play Dad Reads the Newspaper <laughs> is one of his most quoted lines. <laughs> he says it all the time. And just the way he gets slowly shunted out of... <laughs> yeah. you know, first he's off the chair and then he's just kind of like scrunched up, sitting up against the wall. Yeah. And then he gets this newspaper taken away. <laughs> slowly stripped of all his dignity. Then the escalation. Yeah. Oh, the man. progressive classic comedy sketch. More and more elements start to interact. Yeah. Mm. Layers and layers of stuff. The crows come in. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's a bush wee situation. This is a really long week. <laughs> <laughs> the tension's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> and the tap's just going everywhere. And, and the music, yeah. the music oh, is definitely. just getting faster. I think and the, the kind of music of, yeah. it is. It's like a barn kind of folk jig <laughs> just getting like yeah. <laughs> this hazardous dance. I was watching it today trying to find my favourite line, like, it's a bush wee, or just, which way does it turn off? <laughs> oh, this is a really long way, bingo. <laughs> like, I'm trying to pick a favourite funny line that makes it, I couldn't, because it's just like, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. There's a lot. <laughs> Bluey's when she's getting more and more worried about the amount of water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the water will be up to the clouds. <laughs> like, that what that does it for me stop? because it's chaos going on. And then I think ordinarily Bandit would like pick Bluey up on that and just go, mate. How can the water be up to the clouds? Like, <laughs> do you know what clouds are actually made of? They're water. Yeah. But in the midst of everything else that is going wrong, Bandit's like, I don't have time for this. It just <laughs> escalates it even more. Speaking of the water. Who, who pays that water bill? <laughs> like, the shop lady doesn't seem at all fussed. And then she's like, oh, that looks like fun. Yeah. It won't be fun when the bill comes due, let me tell you. I think it's like a strata thing. She can blame it on some of the other people in the strip mall. Just like the news agents next door. Yeah. On the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. They're washing yeah. all their the, books and stuff. Because it, well, it looks like it's about sunset. They probably closed at five. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to know. And uh, it's not any of this crazy stuff. The fact that he's had, you know, food thrown, spat on him, in fact, mm. and he slipped over, all these sorts <laughs> of things. It's Bingo's existential question about how did the first baby come about if adults are the only ones who have, which is, you know, once again, a twisting of the where do babies come from? Yeah. 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 And just there's a moment where you just look at his pupils and then they just refocus <laughs> slightly and then he abandons the right. spring rolls. That's, that's, that's what breaks that, him in his the spring last rolls. Straw. <laughs> I did refer to his desire for spring rolls as unshakable before, but that is what shook it. It was mounting and mounting, mounting like everything else in the episode. But yeah, there was a point. Quick little uh, doggy treats. Ooh. This is uh, one of the first times we see a crow in the series and it's referred ah, to yes. as Mr. Crow. Which later on in season two, we? In- <laughs> sorry, I was just rolling. You're up rolling up the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just doggy treats. It's, that's the point of this segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're two very um, conflicting ideas: uh, the roll-up newspaper and doggy treats. But yes, Mr. Crow uh, does make an appearance later in season two. But we'll get to that. We'll mm. get to that. In terms of Australian moments or like things that are particularly Australian, I do wonder whether that sort of strip mall layout is used in places outside of Australia. I know it's very typical. It's like classic 80s sort of Australian mode. In terms of other sorts of things, I think it's some of Bandit's lines in this absolutely perfect. It was like hang about, mm-hmm. yeah. hang about and squirts, calling the kids squirts. I don't know. I don't feel like I've heard anybody else in the world say that. With that affection kind of. Yeah. yeah. And just the um, different ways in which the yeah mate is said. Yeah mate. Yeah mate. Yeah mate. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no mate. The extra level of communication that you get through the yeah mate or the no mate. Like why would you think that that was something that you would be able to do why did you even ask me that question no you shouldn't be doing that but you get that through two words 
in terms of Australian stuff, I'm pretty sure only in Australia does a can of drink cost you five bucks. Because <laughs> that's a bit of a rip-off, just saying. Oh, like, no, it was lunch and a can of drink, Lunch wasn't and it? a can of drink for five bucks. I think on oh, the So that's a good oh, deal. I, I must... Okay. That's, that's, that's not right. bad. That's, I'm in. A, yeah, okay. exactly. I'm not on this tour for like Bluey fandom. I just want that good deal. I want to find that place <laughs> so I can get lunch. And that's not true. Do you, get, show. do you get fortune cookies with that deal though? Ooh. Surely that's a meal deal. Mm. I think you would have to, but with at least as good advice interrelated to what you've just experienced oh, as in the episode. Fifty for that. Almost like mm. it's the moral to your life at that moment. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. Almost like it was scripted. Uh, <laughs> oh. This might be uh, backtracking a little bit, but I just can't get over the phone call and just the way it goes. It's such a real phone call. Uh, it rings her up, but just kind of puts it on speaker. He just kind of puts it down and lets the kids explain it. Oh, they forgot the spring rolls. Oh, your dad and spring rolls. Forget them, babe. <laughs> the kids are probably starving. They hang up and then the little chicky, forget the spring rolls. Is she crazy? And then they, they giggle like that whole jovial playing up in the same way that when they're playing we've spoken about this on episodes before when Bluey and Bingo are like playing an imagination game that they've dragged the parents into sometimes the parents their characters have romantic interests yep. mm. the flip side of that is drag them into the play of like oh is your mum crazy and they just they just giggle they just love watching and observing adult relationships I don't know it's really cute <laughs> There's one other bit in this one where I remember you talking about in the past, Brendan, just the idea of the ways that the writing just subtly hints that family aspect, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't like spicy. It just <laughs> yeah. gives it that history. It gives it Yeah, that, you the know. word that just keeps coming back, Marty, is history. And you nailed it. You were always saying, oh, it alludes to this, this history of this thing. Mm. It's like the Japanese garden theory. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> oh, wow. I was wondering when that I'll was going to I'll explain it to yeah, you later, Marty. Thanks. Yeah. That would be good. If you could explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't know about you fellas, but I could go some takeaway. I'm bloody hungry. Let me uh, tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, geez, spring uh, rolls. You know any good places? Maybe some dim sims. Dim sims? Are you crazy? <laughs> Meal deal. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to make that joke to make a reference, but God, I love dim sims. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know of another place. You can't get food there, but you can get everything else. It's called Hammer Barn. Oh, yeah. And we're usually there. Frank, thanks as always, my man. Pleasure to be here. Thanks, Marty, for calling in. Uh, No worries. And thank you, listeners. You're the best. Aisle 300. Left of the fake grass. If you hit a flamingo, you've gone too far. (laughs) 